a single word exchange. That's what passed for conversation with his uncle. Ronan's father had been the loquacious one, always talking, always laughing, always charming. And yet, somehow, Ronan had always felt more affection in his uncle's grunts and glares than in the false and easy charm his father used on marks and family alike. After eating the rations, Ronan walked to stretch his legs. As he neared the barn, he noticed something perched on the enclosure fence. He slowed to let his eyes adjust to the dark. The shape looked like a cat, but it was almost half as tall as him. Blacker than the surrounding night, with a swishing, thick tail that kept it balanced on the thin wall. Its massive paws seemed too large for its body. Its tufted ears swiveled and twitched. A wild cat? Ronan recalled seeing one in the Imperial Zoo, but it hadn't been much bigger than a house pet. This cat was looking off to the side. Ronan took a few cautious steps. Then he noticed what the cat was watching. A village boy had climbed the fence and was slinking along the barn to get a look at the exiles. Ronan's practice eye slid over the boy, taking in his size, his demeanor, and most of all, his clothes. He was half a head shorter than Ronan, with a hood pulled up around his face. Perhaps thirteen summers, given his size. An easy mark. A rich one, too, considering his attire. Woolen breeches, a fine cloak, and laced leather boots. Both the cloak and the boots were fur-trimmed and likely fur-lined. So the boy came from a family of power. That made him valuable. As Ronan watched the youth, a plan formed. It was not a good plan, or even a reasonable one, but he was a single knight from exile in the forest of the dead. A plan no longer needed to be good or reasonable. If he took the boy, perhaps he could barter him for something, food, a weapon, anything that might help Ronan survive the winter. He needed to survive. He had a sister and brother back in the Imperial City. Adra was six summers old, and Jorn was not yet ten. Ronan knew it wouldn't be long before his aunt decided they needed to work for their keep, filching in the marketplace and scouting marks for their older cousins. Ronan would do whatever it took to get back to them. He crept after the village boy, his worn boots making no sound. When he heard a noise, he glanced to see the cat's yellow eyes fixed on him. Ronan supposed that ought to be some cause for alarm, but the beast only stared at him balefully. Then it made an odd chirping sound. The village boy didn't seem to hear it. Ronan slid closer, measuring the distance. The boy had crouched to peer around the barn, defenseless, oblivious, a perfect mark. Ronan sprang. The moment he was in flight, 
The boy twisted and dove at him. As he did, his hood fell back and red gold hair tumbled out. Long red gold hair. Later, Ronan would tell himself that this was why he ended up on his back, with a girl on his chest and a blade at his throat. Not because she'd bested him, but because he'd been caught off guard realizing he was a she. The dagger didn't help matters. That threw him as much as her gender. Only the warrior caste was permitted to carry edged weapons, and she wasn't dressed as a warrior. And he could see enough of the dagger to know it was relatively new, not a warrior's ancestral blade. He grabbed the girl by the back of her cloak to rest her off and got a knee jab in the stomach, so hard it made him very glad she hadn't aimed lower. The dagger.